This is Shannon Lingren, and you're listening to Legalist Rainmaker Podcast, where we interview attorneys at top law firms about how they made partner. Today on the podcast, we have Timothy Ray, a partner at Holland and Knight in Chicago, Illinois. Timothy focuses on commercial litigation, and we'll find out how he built his book of business and made partner. So uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Of course. So uh, to just start in and introduce you to our listeners, what firm do you work at and, and what kinds of cases are you typically focusing on? I am with Holland and Knight, and I focus on product liability and commercial litigation cases. Wonderful. And typically plaintiff or defense are a little bit of mix of both? Uh, all defense. Wonderful. Um, so let's uh, take us trip back down memory lane uh, to when you first started your career. Uh, What was it like coming out of law school, being uh, an associate in that first year, and where were you at at that time? Well, when I got out of law school, I did not immediately go to a law firm. I went to the local prosecutor's office because I wanted to, one, to get trial experience, and, and two, uh, to be a prosecutor. So I started uh, here in Chicago at the local prosecutor's office. So from there, how did you go to working at, at a bigger firm? What happened was that as I was three years into my time at the prosecutor's office, I was recruited by a larger firm to come work for them and to, rep- to help them in their defense of various automotive types of cases. And so I ended up leaving the prosecutor's office to go work for them. Okay. And so starting your career there, uh, what was it like uh, bringing in litigation and and being an associate at that time? And do you have advice for for any other litigators who who are in that place? Well, it uh, it was a really good move, uh, good transition. One of the things that I had to learn was that not every case goes to trial. And so um, as a result of that, I got an opportunity to uh, learn about various automotive companies, the types of work um, that the legal work that they had. And so that's what I became immersed in when I joined the firm. And what I would say to associates today is for those who are either uh, starting off in a government agency or who are uh, starting off directly in law, excuse me, directly in a large firm practice, is to really focus on a skill set that you can develop. I think that's critically important. Um, and I think that is going to set you up for success long term. Right, and, and you built those skills and, and then built your clients around that. Correct. Uh, so, yeah, how did you start building those clients? Uh, what were your tactics with bringing in cases for your firm? Well, what happened was that I worked for a partner in my firm, and he was primarily the relationship partner. And I worked for him for a number of years, and so I got a fair amount of exposure to the client during that time. And so it finally got to the point one day where the client um, called me and said, Tim, can you assist us with this type of case? 
And so obviously I, I informed the partner at the time, but he was very pleased by that because that meant that the client was now looking at me in a very senior way to be able to handle um, their matters. And so through doing work with him, doing good work for them, getting good results over the years, that led to me getting uh, my first big case. Wow. And were you an associate at this time? I was a senior associate. And uh, where were you when you became partner in it? Was it a result of this case or what was that moment like? I was at a firm called Neil Gerber and Eisenberg. And when I became partner, I became a partner there in 2002. And what led to me becoming a partner was the ongoing work that I had done for this automotive client. And that automotive client continued to send me more work um, over the years. And as a result of that, my practice grew significantly. Great. So then um, at that point, you already had had your specialty and are building your book of business there. Um, so if you're an associate kind of starting out new, what are some things that you've done in the past to, to get clients that they could use as well to, to market themselves and help build that book? One, I think you need to be you need to be thinking about your network early on. Uh, I think there are a number of ways to do that. Your local bar organizations is a good way to sort of get out there uh, and, and get your name out there, let people know that uh, you are involved um, in a firm, what your practice is, uh, the things that you work, the types of cases that you work on. I also think it's important, too, to to try to find speaking opportunities where you can. Many times local bar organizations are really starved for content uh, with, with various programs. They need people to speak. They also need people to write. So if you can, if there are opportunities out there where you can write an article on, a, on, a, on something that's topical, I think that could be a, a tremendous help in terms of you developing your brand. I would also say that as a junior to mid-level associate, your focus really needs to be on just developing a skill set. And I say that because you can't market what you don't have. You need to be able to, uh, in order to attract clients, you need to be able to say, this is the area that I specialize in. These are the types of cases that I've handled. This is how I can see being of benefit or use to you. Right. And so developing that skill set and marketing yourself. But then there's also the, the aspect of marketing your firm there. Uh, do you have any uh, advice or bragging points you use when marketing your firm uh, that associates could use as well? Well, I think in marketing, in marketing yourself, you're also marketing your firm. You, you are and, and you're marketing your skill set. You're, you're marketing the uh, the know-how and expertise of the broader firm. There, there may be a partner that you work with who has been at the firm for a number of years, and he or she may be at the top of their game when it comes to a certain area. So even though you may not be able to fully market yourself because your skill set isn't fully developed as yet, you can certainly market the people that you work with, because many times it may be the situation where, where we're not comfortable using you as an associate, we very well may be comfortable using the person that you're working with. So when you're out there talking to various bar organizations or participating in panels and things of that nature, 
you're talking about you, but you're also talking about the experiences that your firm has garnered over the years to be able to represent clients in certain areas. Right. And so also you you work a lot on the defense side and uh, with that comes uh, a lot of, you know, funding aspects. So how do you convince uh, a client to go with you and, and fund the case on, on that behalf? And do you have any creative ways uh, to set up relationships with clients when it comes to funding? Well, it, it really is a function of the size of the case. Um, I'm, I'm in an AMLAW 100 firm, and so the types of matters that we tend to handle are large matters. And so when I'm marketing to a client, I, I recognize that most clients are under tremendous pricing um, pressure in terms of being able to, to deal with litigation in a cost-effective manner. So I'm aware of that. And so what I have to do is find ways to be able to effectively represent them, but also keep in mind the pricing pressure that they're under internally at at the company. And so many times what we do is we'll come up with um, ways that we think could help them uh, in in dealing with the case from from a financial standpoint. I think what's good about today is that clients have a lot of opportunities um, in terms of just outside of the traditional model of funding. And I think this is where, for instance, litigation funders, uh, that was in, in my, when I first started practicing, that wasn't an option that was widely used. So now in, in today, uh, in today's age where stakes are high, cost of litigation is high, there is an alternative mechanism by which you can go about funding some of these cases where, as a client, you're not bearing all of the risk. Uh, obviously, you work quite a bit with associates uh, at, at your firm. Is there anything you see them doing now uh, that maybe is hindering them in this process or they could work on uh, to help them get to where you are? I think what it, I work with junior, mid-level, and senior associates. And I think the the advice for for them continues to be the same uh, whether you're junior, mid-level, or senior. Can, one, if you're junior, develop a skill set and continue to, to, to work on that skill set over the years. The same is true with the senior associate. You need to continue to refine that skill set to be able to distinguish yourself from the marketplace and to be able to market to clients that you're capable of handling their matters and that they should trust you with their significant matters. So if, 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 if I had to sort of give them a bit of advice, it would be to, to focus on that. It would also be to, as a senior associate, to also keep in mind the role of your network, because once you become a partner, assuming that that's something that you're desirous of, then you'll need to. Then the focus needs to shift. Okay, now that I'm a partner at the firm, I need to continue to develop my skill set, but I also need to think about bringing in business. If not now, sometime in the near future. So, how do I go about doing that? What are you know, what relationships have I cultivated over the years that will allow me now to sort of tap into some of those relationships to see if there are opportunities there for me to help them? Right, and you know, building that book of business. Do you also see, like you were on the the previous point we were talking about with litigation funding, 
offering that as kind of a way to help build a book of business for these associates? It, it, it certainly can be because many times it's difficult for an associate to have developed a relationship with a Fortune 100 or a Fortune 500 company in a meaningful way. And so your network may not necessarily be uh, one of these types of entities. It very well may be someone who's an engineer with an idea that they came up with that they believe someone has co-opted. So in a situation like that, even though the person may not be with associated with a big company, they still may have a meritorious claim. And so how does someone like that who um, does not have a lot of fun funds behind them, who um, is not with a large company, how would they be able to sort of prosecute their case when they feel that they have been wronged and they have a meritorious claim? So in a situation like that, that would be a prime example for an associate or a senior associate to be able to look to an outside source to perhaps be able to provide an alternative funding source for them. Yeah. And, you know, through this journey of theirs, there's a lot they have to face with building a book of business and uh, becoming partner there. Uh, so just kind of last words for them or, or anyone under you, if you were mentoring them in that sense, uh, what would you say to them on, on their very first day uh, in a new law firm out of law school? I would say find an area that you're passionate about and, and that you can see yourself possibly enjoying because that is, is what is going to keep you here late at night. That is what's going to perhaps maybe keep you here on the weekends is that do something that you're passionate about within the practice that you're in. And, and it may take you a little while to find that out, but when you do, it can be very rewarding. For me, those areas were product liability and commercial litigation. Um, I, I find them um, terribly fascinating. I'm always learning something and they always pre- present new challenges that, uh, cha- that, that really sort of push me to know more and to learn more about my clients and about my client's business and, and, and all that goes with that. So that would be my advice to a new associate starting out today. Great. And Timothy, thank you again for coming in and sharing your experience and your wisdom with all of our listeners. We really appreciate it and uh, definitely enjoyed having you on. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks for listening. Legalist is a tech-driven litigation finance firm that helps lawyers get paid. Rate our podcast and give us a review wherever you find your podcasts. See you next time.